on air from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com. This is episode 27 of the Anime Roundtable for Thursday night, October 4th, 2007. Good evening, I'm Mike Nicholas. Tonight on the show, Toshiba has gotten into the downloaded manga business, but this one has an interesting twist. We'll talk about that. Also, we'll talk about those in the anime and manga industry attempting to branch out away from it, spirited away on Canadian TV, and perhaps a real-life Death Note murder. Seriously, it's all coming up next. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So you guys are just going to have to speak up because we tried to start recording a couple seconds ago but I realized I kept the uh, monitor on and the theme music that you're hearing right now blared badly into my ears so they're kind of ringing at the side for the moment. Oh boy. Um, oh, before we start, uh, thanks. Thanks for lending me that, James. Oh um, yeah. Volume 1 of Translucent by Dark Horse Comics. Um, probably a title that many of you have never heard of. Good read. Good shoujo read. You know, no, no, actually, they, they're marketing as shoujo, but it really isn't a shoujo manga. It was in the same magazine that did Najika Bleak's, uh, you know what I mean, Najika. Oh, it didn't The Najika manga. It was done by MediaWorks or whatever, I believe, but same um, I, I magazine. Can see where, I can see it could be properly promoted. It, it isn't bad. I mean, like, the, I nice do story. agree. They, they're trying to do it as a crossover tile, which I think is good. It's also good to mix it up because most of their manga is usually more mature and geared towards the yeah, male. Uh, that's that's a clearly a, like a teen angst type thing. Yeah. But uh, this one's kind of enjoyable. It's subtle. It's five volumes. It's five volumes. You know, um, if like it, it has the subtlety that I grew to really like in a title like Someday's Dreamers. Mm-hmm. It sort of reminds me of that, like the way it's pacing itself. Mm. So it's something I, uh, more specifically, the Someday's Dreamers anime. So, did you happen to notice the biography of the creator? Um, not completely. Why don't you? Why I, don't you mention uh, one point? I just like the end how it says basically seventy um, percent of uh, his body is plastic model, and the other thirty <laughs> percent is curry bun. And I guess this is his portrait. Oh, the self-portrait. I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know how true that is, but. That would be hilarious if it was. Yeah. <laughs> so um, truth is stranger than fiction, as they say. Yeah, truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> it, it's well, but that that I that I was a very good read. So um, well, you know, it was funny because I came by it randomly. It was a random type of pickup because I I heard them picking it up and I looked at it in a preview and I said it it kind of struck a chord with me in the first preview I saw of it. So I figured I'd pick up the first volume and actually enjoyed it. It was a nice light read. Mm-hmm. It certainly was. It certainly was. Unfortunately, the problem is when you're used to, and most people know what Dark Horse is known for, it kind of feels like it's just overwhelmed or underwhelmed I mean, on a place. From, from the same publisher as, as Berserk. <laughs> because I'm sure but, you would have looked at the, it and the, said... But by the same token, they also have uh, Oh My Goddess. So, you know, mm-hmm. you can go, it can go... That argument can be quickly turned on you. So there, there you go. Um, translucent. So there's a personal recommendation from us. Um, oh, let's quickly do... Uh, I guess we should do the roll call. First of all, who's not here tonight? Neil Sinclair is at a lecture. Adam Grant is in court. <laughs> in court? <laughs> should we, should what is he doing in court? Should, after, after all that, we should be, should we be surprised. Um, <laughs> after, after, his last two weeks, after his, after his two, last two weeks here, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Uh, he couldn't make it tonight. Courtney's at work. Um... Dean is still in. Uh, Dean is still in Turkey, from all what we understand, and is set to return in a couple weeks. Uh, Mohammed is missing in action, um, and Clarissa is still in Japan. We ta- and I, I did speak with her last week, so oh, yeah? uh, via Skype, and she looks well, by the way, because she made the mistake of keeping the camera on when the uh, when the um, Skype call went through. So I was able to see what she looked like as well. Mercifully, <laughs> my computer doesn't have one, so it's probably just as well. Um, she looks well. Uh, you know, caught her just before she went out on Saturday. She um, really can't say too much. Uh, you know, we, we've mentioned she's seen the Eva movie. She experienced Comic Cat. I guess we'll let her speak in her, speak when speak for herself when the time comes when she mm-hmm. finally comes back to the show. I'm sure she'll have a lot to say. Oh, I can't we should wait. Do like an entire show just devoted to. We should. We, <laughs> and and you know we might. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we devoted an entire segment to your week in Japan. Yeah, we should have an entire show, show for a year's for worth of experience. <laughs> for her. Um, you know, but there you go. Anyway, once and because of so because of all that, the round table has been decimated this week. Once again, only three around the table, and it's our opening. It was our season premiere, uh, premiere um, group. So uh, let's go once around. By the way, yours truly, Mike Nicholas, with you to my left, industry observer James Austin, and straight ahead of me, anime club head and anime north artist Ali regular Angela Jordan. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> You're good. Um. So, uh, and, and, you know, this is the first time Angela's been on since the season premiere. How's, by the way, uh, nicely settled into um, your new role as, a, as, a, as an anime club head? Yeah, like, things have been going very smoothly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by, by the way, once again, the, uh, a, the anime club uh, here at York University, as we speak, is uh, conducting their show, their weekly show. Once again, it's not a huge secret. We tape this show in the shadow of the club. Mm-hmm. So, um, quietly in the shadow. No, we don't intend to do anything bad to it, but that's just, what it, that's just the way it is. Uh, in the end, it's about the anime. Excuse me while I open my iced tea again. That sounded better, didn't it? <laughs> that was a lovely sound effect. Um, <laughs> um, what's been on the uh, What's been on everyone's uh, reading and watching docket uh, the last couple of weeks? Because I mentioned Translucent myself, and there's yep. been quite a bit going on. To I, I kind of feel like I'm bad because I kind of forced it on you. But no, I, 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 I thought I thought you would enjoy <laughs> it. That's why I kind of rec- gave I, it to you because not many people know about. It. That's why. I and, and you know what? I'm glad you did because I really liked it. I placed my order with uh, with Cherry and Anthony on that one, so they'll be getting. So I'll be uh, subscribing to that myself. Um, aside from that, um, okay, what's been on uh, what's been on the watching and re- and watching and reading list for you guys? Well, I finished Tengen Tapa Guren Lagan. Oh, you finished that? Yeah. And it fulfilled the trend of having every episode or every fight bigger than the last. I didn't... Each time I saw it, I thought, this the robots can't get any bigger. There's just no way. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that laws of nature were broken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anything else on your end? Um... Like reading or even anything else. I mean, I, I mean, you watch Macross. I know yes. because you borrowed that <laughs> off of me. That's the main thing. I pretty much marathoned Macross. Was very satisfied by some parts and slightly disappointed by others. I was disappointed by the art. Well, because I've seen anime older than Macross. Like, I saw Rose of Versailles, and the character art in Rose of Versailles is often much better than in Macross. And you hear about Lin Minmay being this, like, the anime idol of the 80s. And so... You didn't see it. I, I didn't see it. Like, when they draw her with her eyes going in different directions, it, I, I just thought there was so much more potential there, and it's just such a shame. But there were moments when it, everything really came together. And, I don't know, plot-wise, the whole, all the way through yeah, was great. Yeah, that's all I... Uh, admittedly, I'm not very good with art, so I can... I miss that. So mm-hmm. I, so those things go way over my head. I also, mean, I appreciate the pacing. Well, yeah. most of the pacing. Well, you can't beat the story. And beat the story, and the story was great. Having seen Do You Remember Love, the Macross movie, first with its amazing production values and gorgeous animation, I went into it a bit biased, expecting better production values than I got. But story-wise, it's, I was not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Still think it's a masterpiece? I do. I think it's a masterpiece up to about episode 27. <laughs> <laughs> Last third. Oh. Oh, yeah, the, the whole peacetime arc was a bit of a letdown for me because I thought that a bit there was a bit of failed potential like i was expecting there to be larger battles mm. after that point and it never really reached the same heights as it did okay so i can see i can see i can see that well have you seen it yeah no I, i've seen it all mm-hmm. both yeah. as the robotech and as the original, original macross yeah so you saw the, at least the animico version yeah okay because they well, actually no i actually watched the adv version okay have I you seen the dub I, what was your take on you've seen the dub version? yeah i saw dub, the dub i, I enjoyed it i think matt greenfield did a good job of bringing in new actors here's, to do a faithful dub and here's also the here's the big question how is um how is maria Amer- Dima? yeah i, I enjoyed yeah, her i actually enjoyed yeah, her as it, it's, i enjoyed her actually did she sound similar to the Japanese? Because like, she's so much, so much older. Like. Keep in mind so, that it's been a while it since I watched half both a, of them. Half a lifetime for her. Mm-hmm. Right? I, yeah, like Very I much. watched, I watched it a long time ago, so I, I can't even think of that off the top of my head. Like I'd have to see it again for both simultaneously. But did I she can, sound like a young girl in, in the dub? Yeah, like, did she pull I it off? I'd say she somewhat pulls it off. Okay. It's it, like you still have to take into account all the things being equal, but I think Matt Greenfield did good in directing her into come into the character from an English point of view. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
she and this was and this was and and for Marie Gemma all these years she it's a role that she for the most part tried to distance herself from but at at a point at a point she accepted it again right mm-hmm. and um, it was kind of weird it kind of comes full circle again because she gets to play it one more time yeah. but in another language mm-hmm. so I mean there are many rarities in all of this and many many interesting stories and that's the probably the most interesting side story it is the most interesting side story concerning the ADV release mm-hmm. of Macross Macross um, is special like yeah. that's yeah. the bottom mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. <laughs> so Macross yeah, and there you go so there well, like you know Worth seeing. Um, I doubt that'll be boxed, at least in a thin pack way. Expect a premium box if they ever, if ADV ever decides to do that. I think the thing that you have to remember, though, is it's not just ADV. You have Harmony Gold and all the yeah, other and companies that, prob- that are involved. And you think that would- so they probably are the ones who that will- may hold it up or decide to say, okay, ADV, you can mm-hmm. box it or whatever. Or, may, or not. Right? You know what I mean? Either or. Okay. Uh, James, your turn. Uh, Pick a couple. Oh, well, let's like, see. He brought the li- I, finished- like, I mean. I finished actually two series. I finished up uh, Old Boy uh, from Dark Horse, which was nice. It's it was every two months, and it's eight volumes. I actually enjoyed it. I haven't actually watched the Korean movie that won the um, Cannes fin- Film Festival that won award at Cannes. Okay, but w- I will have to watch it. Like I decided I would watch it after I finished the manga because the manga came first, see, and also see, it won it won an award. It was the first manga this year ever. They created uh, an Eisner category for hmm. best um, English language edition Japan, which is basically best manga, right? Okay. And yeah. it basically won it. Now, different people have been arguing whether it's fair because it had the movie before it that had a claim and stuff like that. But I still think it was deserved because it was a pretty tight category. Hmm. It, it like you have to read it. It's one of those mangas yeah, the, that the problem I, is I, I can only look at the pictures right now and I can't really digest it. Like it's one of the ones I, I think see. I would enjoy doing volume one and reading it all in one go because it takes many turns and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. And then of course, uh, I already finally I lo- came I love, out. I love the finale the, at the end how it says all great Harlem stories must Harlem. come to a close. I don't yeah. know about that, but anyway. It it came to a very uh, interesting conclusion on many. I'd friends. say it's I, a predictable conclusion in many respects. Well, I, I, this I agree. is not to detract I, from it. I've enjoyed this story, but I'm going to have to reread I, it. I I agree personally. on some fronts. There were some areas maybe they could expand upon here and there, but for the most front, I was okay with how we went about it. I was more annoyed as we kept on talking about, like, basically this final volume was done two years ago, and I'm still annoyed Tokyo Pop just let it slide and say, okay, we went from every two months to well, every we've, three we've months. Well, we've sort now, of gone with this discussion, like, a number of times, right? Now, I don't mind every three months, but every four months yeah, just I was guess, killing I me, guess. because you know how it is. You want to read it, and it's like, now what happened? Volume. I know the deal. Yeah. We've been, we, I mean, that's a common line for, that's, I think, the mantra for North American anime, anime and manga fans. I want it now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it can be good and bad. I can like, obviously, I've argued against it, against fans over that issue, but I can respect it too because I'm a fan too. Mm-hmm. So, um, because I do try and understand it, like I've tried to sort of understand it what it's mm-hmm. like on the Japanese side. So, mm-hmm. the only it, thing, it's really hard. The only thing I can say otherwise, but is, I know many people are saying, well, manga or anime, which one is better? I'd say. I, I enjoyed the manga a little bit more. I know some well, people like the anime more, but I actually enjoyed it a the bit. The thing is, more. I like the designs. The designs of the anime are more pleasing. I mean, yeah, no, I, I know mean, that. Aoi doesn't come like. at points. Doesn't come. Does end up looking like a guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I mean, because of the way they shape her head. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, she really looks like a woman in the in the um, a very attractive woman in the in the anime. No, I know what you mean on that front, but so. But but you know the, you take that for what it's worth. Um, they flesh out for obvious reasons. They flesh out the story still a lot better in the anim, in the um, in the manga. And 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 by the way, they bumped up the uh, rating on that at the very end. So. Yeah, no, it was hmm. mature and it was shrink wrapped. Yeah, they shrink wrap it, um, and well, it has an eighteen. Why. Yeah, it, it gets. <laughs> yeah, did pretty, you see the one? It gets uh, somewhat, yeah, yeah. It gets somewhat uh, she it got gets a little... pretty mature at the uh, like in that volume. So. Um, but it's the but it's sort of the natural way that this thing was going to go. 
I don't think it's anything like explicit. I think it was just a natural progression mm-hmm. yeah. type of thing. I, and yeah. given what they had before, it wasn't that much of a stretch what they did put in. Mm-hmm. But I agree. it is right there. It I is. agree. Um, okay, sure. So for myself, um, what did I finish? Oh, I, aside from reading Translucent over the last couple, like over last since over the last week, slowly I did read the um, Love Hina, the first Love Hina light novel. First of all. Um, they call them light novels for a reason. It was a pretty light read. Uh, you can probably get through like that. This the first one was approximately two hundred thirty-seven pages. Um, you can probably, if you're a good reader, you can probably get. It'll probably take you as long as it takes to read maybe three to four manga volumes. All right. Three, mm. four of those. I don't know, maybe that's debatable. Uh, it just it did feel like I was able to plow through that pretty fast. I'm not, and I'm not a fast reader at all. Um, now we sort of discussed, touched on this last week. Remember when I the whole Kodomo no Jikan bit, right? When mm-hmm. we said mm-hmm. when I jo- when we mentioned ultimately, um, it's what you see, the visuals yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you know, if if you guys out there haven't heard the episode, it's well, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's my here's my thought. The um, like for a servicey as as servicey and as sexually suggestive as the Love Hina anime and and more so the manga was, this one is even more so. This one's even more so suggestive, maybe even somewhat explicit, in terms of some of the things it describes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first sequence, the first scene in it is Keitaro dreaming of being blowjobbed. Hmm. I'm not kidding. Well, I'm I, really not kidding. Actually, I was going to bring up a good one, and it was actually, remember I was talking about Vampire Hunter D, and you look at the uh, third novel and then the second movie, and trust me, there's a lot more explicit stuff in the I know, novel. I know. But that they but, say, like, it's not violence, it's other things. I know, but, but it's like, an I mean, interesting it's how... It's descriptive, and it was amazingly descriptive. I'm pretty sure you're alluding to the same point here. Yeah, the thing is, you can be descriptive, but it's not like, oh, it's there, and who knows, maybe people won't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because everyone has their own knowledge, street knowledge, yeah. or whatever knowledge. And like, I, and, and then as I said, uh, with the whole, um, with the whole, not with the whole of Hina novel, you know, um, uh, you see, you get to see the thoughts that run through Keitaro's mind since he plays the narrator in this, and yeah, he is a pervert, uh, <laughs> very much so. I uh. mean, and he doesn't know, and he does really take note of how attractive all the girls are around him, especially Naru. Um, you know. It's. It, I mean. I mean. It won't dis- really disappoint you if you're a Love Hina fan. So th- there's my thought on that. Um, easy read. Uh, but but we mentioned Kodomo no Jikan, and you had an opinion. You you mentioned your opinion to me because you heard the last episode last night. Yeah, I share Courtney's opinion. Like when I was listening to the back and forth banter between Courtney and Adam, all I could think was like uh, he has his perspective, and like you got to respect that he's trying to. Uh, defend his position in an intelligent mm-hmm. way and, and explain like i thought it was quite interesting to hear um like a rational explanation because like obviously i can't see it from his point of view but i just thought like how regardless of what's in chronology can like how can you look at it and not see the community surrounding it like the audience it's for and the problem with like lolicon surround like in anime culture, like how can you look at it as an isolated book and say, "Oh, this was what the the audience or this is what the author intended," without looking at everything around it? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, I, I still wonder about that. Considering she is a female mangaka and writing for that certain audience, like it's kind of an interesting dialectic there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder about. But there's so many things that are behind the current, so to speak in the manga and anime stuff, even in Akibahara, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's kind of like, oh, we're going to Akibahara, and then it's like, okay, you can go to all these places, just don't go down that street. We don't want you yeah, there, because I, I guess that's you know sort what's of, there. That's mm-hmm. sort of the thing. I mean, we were just talking with, um, just before the show, uh, Enigma from um, from Anime Genesis actually gave us a call, and uh, James and I talked with him for for a bit, and we talked about the episode as well. And uh, he, he probably sympathizes a little bit more with Adam's point, Maybe as a guy, but he also brought up the idea, you know, the when you use the terms lolicon and pedophilia, Adam mm-hmm. made it a point to differentiate the two. Um, I see his point. Um, Enigma agrees with it. I generally agree with it, but we're very much in the minority on that, I think. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, and um, you know, and it's just not a road. It's a road that you that ultimately you have to travel with a degree of hesitancy. And uh, and obviously, um, Seven Seas never decided to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, considering how small they are and how many works they've put yeah. out, and, I and think how, they and rather save other themselves small the people, trouble. Yeah, and how many other small people will end up in the in the line of fire? Mm-hmm. Um, the other side was um, I'm going to give Adam a little credit. He's opened my mind a little bit, so I will like. And he sent, and afterwards he sent me a link to you know to see if I can view the other three volumes. I have the first volume translated. I, I can, to see if I can get scans for the other three volumes, um, so up to volume four. I'm I'm gonna try and read it a little bit more with, you know, the thinking that that Adam gave gave us with that in that episode. Um, maybe I'll report back. I don't know, but you know, I'll just try. I'll try to keep a more open mind because he to me he did put up a bit of a good ar- a, a more a fairly compelling argument, if not absolutely convincing. Take that for what it's worth. Oh, and the other thing last week, you wanted to mention the award. That award right. that, um, because we, 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 you you know we didn't do much research for last week's episode. <laughs> no, so. nobody really <laughs> knew what they were talking about. Okay, so the International Manga Award is... And this is the one that was fronted by the, the yeah, foreign ministry. It's being funded by the Japanese government. And basically what they're doing is they're putting out a call for non-Japanese people. So anybody like not living and working in Japan, I'm not sure if Japanese nationals living in other countries can apply for or it. Or expats or whatever you yeah. want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's for people who are influenced by manga style, if you want to call it that, or influenced by manga at all, and draw their own comics. Mm-hmm. Um, they're invited to submit their works, and then they pick winners and publish them in Japanese magazines. Obviously, the, oh, the manga magazine. Okay, the well-known ones there. I think it's morning. I think it was morning, from what I remember. It was okay. Kodansha. Yeah. Like yeah, you also get some money. You know, and, and you know, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're sort of we, when we when we do our research, we you know we do it a wiki wise. We do mm-hmm. it wiki wise. We check it. We check it. Then somebody else just checks it, and none of them are usually <laughs> right. So, so it's yeah, not a, a way of promoting like Japanese manga artists. It's a it's way a, to promote. Then it's influence more like it. Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a worldwide. Sort of influence. trying to break down the boundary a little, mm-hmm. and so that Japan can see what the rest of the world is doing as well. Yeah. So but, I think it's interesting. Like, no, it, it does sound interesting, was, but it'll be like the real question for me is: Will it continue now that Tarasso is no longer the foreign minister? Well, actually, yes. There's another one planned for this year. Okay, so at least this year, but beyond yeah. that, that that's where it gets interesting for me. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I think it doesn't have to do with one person. He just started the ball rolling. I think it would have continued anyway, considering the Japanese, they see this as keep on building the brand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because and there's only so much they can do with little resources, so they're building up all their brands as high as they can. And, because they, and they probably doesn't take them too much to do, really. Mm-hmm. So, Like we said like, when we mentioned it a couple weeks ago, or mm-hmm. a month ago. So, so mm-hmm. the grand prize winner of the first one was actually an Australian girl, and I saw some of the images from her winning manga, and it is quite exceptionally good. So they're not just picking any old Mega Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mega Tokyo is an easy whipping boy, isn't it? Isn't yes. It? So, yeah, we'll whip it another week. Um, okay, so I guess uh, with that in mind, we've talked at length <laughs> enough. We should get to... Uh, let's get to some of this, okay? Um, well, so so after all the talk we had in the last couple of weeks about, you know... And we had some heavy, heavy, and techn- heavy discussions, heavy topics, and a lot of technical topics. Um, but... The technical stuff we centered uh, uh, on downloads a couple weeks ago. Um, so after talking about downloads two weeks ago comes this thing, which may turn out to be an interesting breath of fresh air. Um, Toshiba. Toshiba in Japan took an 89% stake in a manga downloading venture called Manga Novel. Through this service, people from anywhere can download Japanese manga for roughly the equivalent of 4 to $5 a volume. Canadian or American, it doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> but here's where it gets interesting. Um... Fan translations are encouraged. And, sir, and the service's software has a function where users can blank out the Japanese text and add their own translations. On top of that, the service allows those translations to be sold with them for no more than 2% of the actual cost of the original manga download and that the translator would get a 50% cut of such sales. So, for instance, if you sold something for, you know, a 4 cent, um, a 4 cent, uh, Right, say a $4 manga that you have to sell the translation for $0.04 cents, the, on the sale, 
the um, tra- the fan translator could get as much as two cents on the sale, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is not bad. It can add up. Um, in addition, a forum is set up is set to exist where people can discuss translation attempts. Um, so after talking about fan subs and the collapse of companies in the last few weeks and the legalities of the, of downloading and uploading, um, thoughts uh, thoughts about rethinking how the industry works ha- works has sort of come forward. Uh, is this one one of the possibilities? What was your take? I mean, James, you I know you I, you would have kept up with something like this. So I've seen like I saw that and personally I don't I'm not sure if it's going to go anywhere because first of all it depends on which creators want to use this service yeah, to and begin with. Yeah. And we're talking about manga scans by the way, and probably them and their publishers will look at it and say, "Okay, how restrictive is it?" How many times can someone share it with someone else? Yeah, I guess stuff it's like that come down to something because like that. there's so mm-hmm. many things. It might and be- oh, go ahead. Yeah, that, that's basically what I was going to. I mean, what, what 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 already comes to mind, and this is already noted: um, the downloads are uh, digital rights management protected, DRM protected. So yeah, I thought they were. I, I'm know. not sure. Like, and and for all you Mac heads out there, it only works on Windows. Um, <laughs> well. I thought, like, why would you pay five dollars for something that you can usually get for free by stealing? When the, <laughs> <laughs> there's such stealing, you mean borrowing, just like the library. The other side <laughs> is like there is a, they want to appeal to people's conscience over this, right? In yeah, but kindergarten. Like, <laughs> it's no fun to read a book online when you can hold it in your hands, and that's remained true. Like, yeah, that's probably why the paper, the paper, that's the bit about the paperless society still. Well, like yeah. the e-reader I mean, and have, all the other well, uh, Yeah, which ones. has not worked to this point. And, by the, and for the reference, we have a load of books mm-hmm. surrounding us mm-hmm. and sits on, this ta- sits on the table we're um, recording this show on because we're all showing off some books, paper. Mm-hmm. People just enjoy it more holding it in their hands. Mm-hmm. And like scanslations are great for reading something that you can't get otherwise, but... I think a lot of people who would not normally buy the anime once they've seen the fan sub would buy the manga. Yeah, if they've it's, already a, got it's the sort scan. of an apples and oranges argument. I mean, yeah. we're saying this for ma- we're for for manga, and we wonder if this uh, if this whole idea would work for anime as well. But then again, it comes down to the digital rights management crap again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing, though, we talk about is the translations in that because it'd be interesting to see which people would even attempt to translate and stuff mm-hmm. like that because. One person's translation may be different from the next person's translation. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. it's like kind of an apple and oranges. Like, say you have five English translations. How are you going to decide which one you want to buy of that one manga? Mm-hmm. Well, the thought is, oh, yeah, and I guess it, a lot of it will also depend on who signs in. Right now, only 12 titles are available on the service. Ten from a publisher whose name I can't pronounce, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> Let's butcher Shonen Gash, Shonen Gahosha. Oh, never mind. Um, you read the article. Um, the thing is, I, I think uh, this this service will only get as far as its titles at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. That's right? for sure. Um, you know, and anything you recognized on that list? Not immediately. That's the problem. Mm. Yeah, so. like I think. From what I saw of a few of the titles, it didn't look like this is probably going to go. It's a well, nice idea. It's a nice, it's a novel I mean, I idea. Like the but, idea. But, um, I like the idea in its like the way in its basic premise. It's just how it'll ultimately evolve, and that's always a thing. But this is like I like the idea where you know, um, like I mean, let's bring it back to the video thing. Why not download an anime raw? I mean, if the company, uh, say the original Japanese company, is willing to make it available raw. Mm-hmm. Download it for a couple dollars, but not take issue with anybody who wants to put a translation to it. Most translation files are usually a form of a text file that, that can be accessible by video players these days. Um, why not? I mean, this is sort of what's happening here. Like do a similar thing, mm-hmm. but with anime? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is what I'm thinking. This is where I'm thinking, taking a lot of this model and seeing what, if it's possible with anime. And then not um, you know let a tran- uh, take no issue with fan translations or at least you know t- t- um, take them in for yourself. But are the file would the video file be encoded so that you couldn't pass it around? Well, that's, that, that's, 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 what, that's, I, that's, that's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm wondering and, and about. Unfortunately, when North- you start bringing in those questions, mm-hmm. that's where it starts to get that's dicey. Where, right that's right what now. I was saying. Like, that's the gray area. And would North American companies and companies I mean, that want to distribute in North America be okay with that? I know. And at the point, at this moment, you know, obviously that's t- 
tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, music companies. When we go, I mean, we're comparing three different three different industries: books, music, movies, mm-hmm. and and their own priorities and the way they go about things will all be different. But we but we're trying to and I'm trying so I'm trying to pigeonhole all this similarly. The thing is, um, like when we go when I take it to music, um, obviously the digital rights is a big bonus, uh, big issue when it comes to iTunes. Amazon started its service, uh, a download music service this week or in the last couple weeks. Um, MP3s, highest quality I think possible right now. Mm-hmm. Um, pricing maybe is a little bit is less fixed. It'll depend on songs popularity and how new it is but it's not drm protected you can pass it along hmm. so that gets that's where it gets interesting so where's the, so it ultimately comes down to the intent of whoever yeah like i mean but but i guess it's somewhat it's ideally it's no different than somebody um just passing the song on to a friend, letting them tape, take an old, uh, take, make a tape of a CD or something, right? Mm-hmm. Except that tape. you can just put it on BitTorrent and pass it around. I to know your that's the other yeah. side of it. Ten thousand so, friends. Ultimately, as I said, yeah, and they're indoctrinating. Like, I guess also partly it's partly price too. Mm-hmm. Um, then one of the last Nobel Peace Prize winners um, spearhead the idea of micropayments. The whole idea that, like, forget, forget um, making taking payments in dollars. Let's go lower than that. Let's take it for digital s- things. For for just generally speaking, okay. but but like the whole idea of like doing things for a couple cents and then letting it grow from that point, hoping it grows from that point, making okay. it affordable. Like it, it was kind of it sounded so utilitarian, or certainly benefits everybody. Um, stop thinking of things. Stop thinking of things in dollar in dollars and just hope it's pennies that add up. Well, that's what the phone companies do. That's what the phone companies do. That's sort of and but the thing is, you know, that's where it get but obviously we're talking right now dollars. Mm-hmm. And that maybe right now that's still a lot for a lot of people to stomach. Yeah. Well, how about if we go down a little bit? Let's go into quarters. Let's go into pennies. Let's go into dimes. How much would you pay for it for a whole volume of manga? A whole volume of manga, five dollars isn't bad because that no. isn't that's it's still cheaper than what that's we're cheaper doing. We're, well, than what we're doing now. But Here, you don't get to hold it in your hand. I know that's the screen. other side. That's yeah, why that's it gets interesting. Problem. What type of rights would you get with it? Why not be able to run it off to a printer? <laughs> <laughs> run it off like you know how how um how in in Comic Cat uh, we always see the stories of of um, would be manga artists the night before the Comic Cat rushing off their work to a printer who would be able to print it off into mm-hmm. something nice bound nice and bound. That type of that type of stuff you. And that, that maybe that's a possibility for this type of service—the right to be able to print it, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, have, and then letting, letting um, printer print shops buy in as well for a license, for a small fee. You know, the right to be able to take in these, take in the downloads and print it for for a customer. Maybe that adds up in cost too. I know, but um, there's a load of possibility. There's a possible load of possibilities, but uh, it's just that. It's just that with everything that's happened over the last couple of weeks, with with the uh, with the lawsuit, with that uh, settled lawsuit, uh, mm-hmm. the, with uh, artists getting money uh, from uploaders, with the collapse of Genion, with um, the Japanese government looking to restrict downloading a little even further. Where I mean, okay, that's fine. Um, that's fine if they want to work. Uh, if they that's fine if they want to do that, but at, at, in the end, the companies also have to understand the limits of what's out there, so they ha- uh, uh, or what's out there already. So start to work within that. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. whole digital thing is is here to stay, and and it's little offshoots. So yeah. you, so try and make it benefit you. That's been that's been the issue. That's been the uh, tension all these years. The music companies sort of refuse to to see that o- over here, and now they're and now they've been spending the last number of years trying to catch up. Probably and and with well not not the greatest success they had to resort to lawsuits when they didn't when they didn't embrace it at a point or when they finally did embrace it it was too late mm-hmm. so this is maybe manga's chance here it is can they make it work I think it probably isn't going to work out the way we think because I think it's just going to be like the e-reader it's yeah. just going to be this niche thing which mm-hmm. one or two people maybe have or use. But that's a bone it because most people want well, the I real. Think, think, they want the real think, deal in their hand. Think, they want to go outside and actually to, read. What about it in okay? The sun. Come back to the idea of letting people print. 
that's going to bring up the cost again. And especially for the Japanese market, we already said, I'm trying to wear four or $5, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 500 yen is the number I, I, now, I constantly see. Now, already, we already know that it's cheaper. It's about the same price almost. Like, what were the prices of Mongo when you were in Japan? Like, it was relatively around that area too. Like, sorry, five, six dollars. Okay, I'm going to try six dollars. I just yeah. realized. And we're basically, long, so. what would happen is, with that printing cost and all that extra cost, it would actually be up into the same stratosphere as us. And I think the Japanese wouldn't accept that because they're like, "Oh, I can get the printed version for cheaper." cheaper. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, but. I, I, and that's the main market first. The North American and all the international market would be a secondary well, thing if you want to work. It's secondary that way. to like it's it's been well it's now le- it's becoming less and less that way I think as time has gone though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of companies do budget for what they think will be international sales. Mm-hmm. Going so. back to the printing thing, like as somebody who does make comics and go to a printer and get them printed, like you're not going to get something as nice as what Viz or Dark Horse puts out just by going to a printer. You're going to get a bunch of photocopies stapled and folded over and it's going to cost you like five bucks, probably. Mm-hmm. So, what's the point? I thought. Mm-hmm. Who'd for thought? I, I hope this venture works but yeah, I guess, as you can tell, we're all skeptical. I guess a lot of us are still skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. But this may be this may be a chance to see what the future may hold. As I said, after everything has happened. Let's start. To, it's it's maybe worth rethinking. So this may be worth a shot. Oh, one last thing, and uh, and you know we have to we have to throw it a break in a couple minutes. Um, let me play this thought too. Um, I Lounge talked a little bit about the um, Amazon dot the Amazon uh, downloading services, and they praised it for many of the reasons I mentioned before. Um, they think it'll be a they uh, an iLounge is is a is a group that is a website that constantly keeps up with things iPod related, um, and even even a MacWorld thinks it'll it'll it's a formidable it could be formidable competition. But iLounge's analysis about it is um, how will iTunes respond, and they think the winner in this in the battle between the two services should it become more equal, and they think it and a lot of people think it might. Uh, who could end up getting international rights? Be able to download any song from anywhere. Because as it is right now, if you're a Canadian iTunes user on the iTunes store, you can't download songs from Japan. Anybody who can break that barrier first through negotiations might be able to win. And I think that, and that's sort of what I'm seeing. And, and I can sort of take that argument and see it here as well. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a thought, though. Just a thought. If you want to say something, then we'll throw it to breaker. No, that's right. Yeah, just a thought, though. I thought I thought I'd bring that part up. Though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, hope it works out. We're not optimistic, I guess, but uh, we, we really. Uh, but um, I hope hope somewhat it works out. Uh, but you know, I guess it's nice to hold stuff. So we're gonna look through some books, take the break, uh, come back with more, talk about the bullets, because uh, uh, there's a few things that happen there too. Uh, do some headlines in brief when we get back. It's the anime roundtable on thecomicden.com. Ben, I'm Daisuke, and this is ATTO, your premier anime and television podcast, where we bring you your anime and television news and reviews, and everything else to do with anime and television. So check out our website at www.animetelevisiontoronto.blogspot.com, or you can look for us on iTunes. So once again, I'm Sven, I'm Daisuke, and we're signing off. We spent a little bit too much time during that break going through books, but I guess we just proved our we just proved um, to ourselves that I guess nothing really does beat paper. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more the thing of if you go outside with an e-reader or some device and you have the sun shining on it, you won't be able to read it as effectively as say taking out a book. You're not going to have glare. You're not going to have. Yeah. I guess, the hassle. thing is, the thing is, the thing is. I guess that's why the paperless society is really that far off. Mm-hmm. Bobby, I hate to tell you, it's because everyone wants a hard copy and then prints tons and tons of thing and kills even more trees. <laughs> there you go, though. Good stuff. But there's some interesting books around this table. We should we should uh, make it a habit to put books around the table when we do the show. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, um, podcast march and the podcast marches forward from our studio in Toronto in front of a live audience and online via thecomicden.com, the official podcast of Anime North. Nicholas, Austin, and Jordan, an anime conversation with you. Um, where should we go? Oh, you want to go right, get right to the bullets? Sure, why I not? I guess we should get Since right to the bullets. We... All right, let's go through the bullets. Uh, my goal this week, in terms of the bullets, is to get to at least three of them, so we'll see what happens. And, uh, only, what and we was don't record really, so far this season? Uh, two. Oh, I, I thought it was two. I thought it was one. I but anyway, two. I okay. think we I think we managed to at least do two, and that was in the season. I was premiere. I was hoping we could go to five, but anyway, this will be tough. That'll be tough. Considering what we're right. going today, where it's more conversational instead of snagging on every little point. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, one of the. It, but the thing is, after as I said, after the last couple of weeks being heavy, we'll see what we can get. But um, we only have maybe ten minutes on this, maybe fifteen. Okay, here we go. Um, Item, Funimation cease and desist letter concerning Romeo x Juliet. Now, remember, that is actually Gonzo going through Funimation. So it's Gonzo, and basically they, they, are repre- they have know, nothing to do with it. It's just... But, Funimation represents... But you know what's kind of really weird? The fan suburb they sent it to, basically, they have other series, wink, wink, from Funimation that are still up there. And so, so it Romeo makes you Juliet. wonder why they still have... And they're Gonzo ones, too, which Funimation has. So of all the ones, they just sent Romeo and Juliet, and I'm like, what? So it's Romeo like, and Juliet is unlicensed as of yet? Yes. Yeah, it's, un- okay. now, it's unlicensed, but Gonzo, I think, at Anime Expo, showed the first two episodes, I guess, subbed or yeah. in whatever and, form and, and, to the audience. So they expect it to come over. I mm-hmm. think they're just trying to find the best bang for yeah. their buck Here we from go. the studios. And you know what I call it? Um, it's the it's the uh, ce- it's the beginning of Funimation's annual cease and desist. Well, I, it's uh, no, but the season, previous right? ones have been more so just preludes they already the have license. preludes to the license. You, you they know already what I have, see this as though. But the Japanese, it's it's unlike um, what was it Media Factory where they did it themselves. I know. Uh-huh. This I know, is the first where it's kind of like Gonzo going my, through my, an intermediary. Well, they know. I know, but my my impression is I call I always call the cease and desist a condition of negotiation, especially for Funimation, and I think that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Negotiations mm-hmm. have now begun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Expect something, whether it be Funimation, and I know they're explicitly saying it's not theirs. But, nego- but I think the negotiations have begun. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't think they were shy about it. They said they would like it. I know. So the, the negotiations are all out. Yeah, so it was a so, uh, matter of time. Uh, at least we know who won't be getting it. Mm-hmm. See, oh. that was on my gut. Remember my little... Uh, I know. Because, and that was all just because oh, way, of Conte Monte Cristo and all the other... Uh, I know. And by the way, congr- and congratulations on winning the pools. This is the first time we mentioned it on air. Did we first mention this? Yeah. No. I thought we mentioned it before. Yeah, well... And the digest. Did we men- no, I don't think we mentioned it. We, men- we intended to, but we never got around to it, I think. Yeah, um, it's like all I won was my pride. What pride? <laughs> <laughs> the little I, pride and, I have left as a man. And, and apparently I'm set to lose the, what little I have left. But that's another story altogether. Okay. Um, anyone seen... Uh, we, we, we were just showing off the first scenes of the um, Nagima live action. Like, I showed it to you, right? Mm-hmm. I was just showing it to Angela. You heard a bit about it, right, James? Yeah, I saw a bit of it. <sighs> man, that looked brutal. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it's, not gonna, it's not going to win any awards, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was entertaining, for sure, but I don't know if Probably it Probably for all the wrong value. reasons, though. Yeah, I enjoyed the scene of her being Just somersaulted into the air and landing panties down on the teacher. Just because of how crazy it was. Yeah. James? Mm. Yeah, there's not much I can, I can you do to follow it's, that up. <laughs> it's like, it's like 30 minute, they're like 30-minute episodes, and the guarantee is that it will go at least 20, I think it's 26. It's not for a 26-episode run. It's going to see it. This is not going to be canceled. <laughs> Perhaps just as well, but um, it, it sort of reminds me of the cheesiness of Sailor Moon a couple of years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't think it quite reaches that level. Like at least the props don't yeah, look yeah. quite so, so crazy. It looks yeah. like it looks like a it looks like a it truly does look like a wannabe Harry Potter at times. It does. That would um, be ironically funny if they somehow yeah. got guests. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was one thing to mention, and we I, I constantly made this we made this I made joke a joke about her, or 
made light of her last a couple weeks ago when we mentioned Nao Oikawa, who plays Shizuna Sensei in the live action. Um, yeah, it isn't a secret, I'm, or it isn't a huge secret. She was once a um, adult video star in Japan, and she has and she left the industry apparently in 2004 and has been trying to branch out ever since uh, in some more mainstream stuff like TV presenting and acting and what have you. And it looks like she's had a degree of success. I mean, she's certainly been in the news for her relationships with other uh, with other well-known comedians. But um, it looks like she's made a, a bit of a niche for herself. So it was kind of cool, interesting to see to see um, to see this for that as well. Although, and I made this, and here's the other punchline. Um, anybody, if you try and look uh, Google her name and see him and look for pictures of her. You'll be hard-pressed to see a picture of her with clothes on. <laughs> so just thought I'd say that. It, it actually brings up an interesting th- a thought. Um, adult video stars in Japan have, a lar- have an easier time leaving that industry and branching out into something else than, say, somebody who had done it here, which I thought, you know, there they go. Well, they're Quite famous. It's just they're famous yeah. for what they did. Yeah, yeah, they're famous for what they did, but they become famous for other things afterwards. And, it's po- and like to completely leave the adult industry... And do something a lot more mainstream. That happens more often, I think, in Asia and in Japan than it would here. I think it has to do with the cultural difference. I think, like yeah, there's looking a at the the openness about sexuality in Japan compared to here. Yeah, like and I, I think media, that's a big part. It's it's like here, if you do that sort of thing, then it's like a blacklist on your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing is, obviously, there are exceptions. Um, Tracy Lords here in Nor- in North America. Mm-hmm. Jenna Jameson looks to be about to get away from that. I can't think of anything anyone else though. Those are exceptions, though. Mm-hmm. The, the notable exceptions, mm-hmm. and as I said, in Japan, you see it happen a lot more there, and just as well, I guess. Um, we talk, on the topic of branching out a little bit. Um, what's on the table right now? One of the books that's on the table is Makona's Kimono book, the the one fourth member of Clamp. We um, I we were able to finally get a copy of her of her uh, kimono catalog or kimono art book. And we've been and we're, we've been showing it to various people. And here's the question: Would you buy a kimono from her? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed by her designs. Like looking at her illustrations, the the patterns on them are whimsical, colorful, cute, and beautiful. But looking at the actual kimonos, um, I found that the colors were muddy. It's like, it's like she didn't no clarity. Yeah, it's like she didn't have very good control over the medium, and. The designs themselves, I didn't find them very compelling at all. Like mm-hmm. speaking as an artist, okay. I I don't think that she transitioned to fabrics well at all. James, your thoughts? I mean, uh, I'll give a thought too as a guy who's probably never going to wear these, and I don't that, think she's made that, male that, anything that, for males. That was point. that was going to be my thought. Is that I don't think she's making them for us per se, Mike. So I don't know if I could accurately comment. So I'm just going to say no comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Um, curiosity, I guess. May 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 get me to do that, and as a gift for somebody special, when I find either, I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> I um, I showed that to Mel and Carol. Yeah, I showed that to Mer- Mel and Carol. The two of the girl, if you remember way back, episode seventeen, they were two of the girls who did the um, all girls episode. I showed that to them, and they seemed somewhat impressed. They're young too, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess I guess it's all all in the eye of the beholder. But it, it seems worthwhile. And it brings up an idea, uh, the thought. Like we talked about AV, I mean, Japanese porn stars. Um, do you know of any, any, uh, anyone involved in the anime and manga industry who's tried to branch away from it to, with a degree of success? I can't think of too many. Aside from music artists, they may be a notable exception. Because sometimes you have well-known uh, pop artists... Mm-hmm. Perform music already for an established series, and vice versa, or or an ar- ar- artist who made themselves no- made a name as a soundtrack person mm-hmm. going into yeah, yeah, going, going somewhere else. Away. Aside from composers, well, what about Amano? In what sense? Well, he's a fine artist as well. Okay, mm-hmm. like uh, he's shown in galleries around the world. Uh, so. Well, yeah, he does fine art. He does video game. Co- he does almost anything and everything in the art world. He's probably touched or done. Mm-hmm. Comics, video games, every medium almost. Yeah. Takashi see. Murakami, which we talked about in our, I think it was during the girls episode, we talked about the super flat movement, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's the leader of that, and he works within pop culture. I don't know if he actually worked on anime, maybe in his past, but also fine art, so he he's bridging those two things. Fair enough. 
So, so those are two examples off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I'd, I'd be personally hard pressed. But then again, what I know is different from what everyone else knows. Amano, um, you have to jog my memory a little bit. Mm-hmm. Amano. Final Fantasy is yeah, probably well, I the know best that, one. But Vampire, like, Hunter Vampire Hunter D is the other thing. And also he's done many different illustration books. Like I could show you, like I have a few illustration books because Dark Horse brings out tons of his art books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the Vampire Hunter D and then I have another one which is called Fairies which is actually kind of a look at different Shakespearean works through mm-hmm. his eyes. Oh, I thought of another one. Ryoko Ikeda, who created Rose of Versailles, branched out into opera. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. More so? Now, that's an interesting one. That's actually. very yeah, interesting. That was a, a multi talented mm-hmm. woman. Interesting. I mean, I mean, the thing is, like, some say you, but say you, like, uh, mm-hmm. when you, now that you mentioned it, Mayus- to begin with. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mayu Sukaze um, was, a, was a well known, who played Kenshin. She was already a well known, established theater, theater performer. Mm-hmm. Miki Fujitani, mm-hmm. who played Kaoru in the same series. Um, she was already a well-known model and actress too, in her own right. And th- they were never really marred in the anime industry to start. They mm-hmm. kind of took a dip in it, and then yeah. really haven't done anything uh, anime-related since. By the same token, the lead of Paradise Kiss, Yu Yamada, I think her name is, mm-hmm. who played mm-hmm. Yukari, was a model first, and they brought her into the anime world to do this one role, and now she's back at modeling again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Playing um, the role of a model, so to lend some realism to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to talk about? You heard about uh, CW killing off the kids WB? Hmm? No, I no? haven't heard about that one. Yeah, they said that. Um, they said that they'll get rid of their sat- their kids WB Saturday morning block and give it to back to four kids. The irony in that is four kids was the one who spearheaded anime on kids WB all those years ago. But, but now didn't they getting, go to Fox? Yeah, because they, they did the they're, Fox. They're going to do both. So they're going to do then, both. And, How uh, the hell do you do that? I know. But the fun, interesting oh, yeah. part and the irony in all that is that will probably take away anime once and for all from the uh, from the CW network. The irony is the company that brought anime to the CW to kids WB all those years ago no longer really does anime. That's four as in four kids, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. It's really weird to think about that. Um, you know, that, that that broke earlier today, but, you know, I just thought I'd get a gauge a reaction. Uh, you know, kind of kind of one of those n- weird, sad stories, but kind of paradoxical in many ways, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh. Uh, CBC, you know, everyone knows, I guess uh, on the topic of TV, uh, anime on TV, CBC mm-hmm. here in Canada showed uh, Spirited, Spirited Away on Sunday, right? Yeah. Yep. They edited it for time. Who else watched it? Not me. I, I watched a bit, but I think I thought there was something about someone was saying to me, "What was it? it was Miyazaki and um, all of the people there?" Basically, there I thought there was real about them editing and stuff like that. I that they would they would not the, be very. Pleased. I think that's. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Let's that's that. that's yeah. yeah. And there's one, and people wonder where the uh, little stipulation. Obviously, CBC went around it, but whether or not they but actually it was, worked their way around it or bowled their way around, over it. Or didn't know about it. Nobody when, knows. When they did, they did during, like, I guess this Disney movie time where they just showed Disney yeah, they, movies. So that's kind it, of why it kind I know, of got they in. They sort of did it for time. But I think mm-hmm. this is also for, like, there's nothing really unique. Sometimes this, and, and for the most part, I'm sort of ashamed in mentioning this, but it's a Canadian story, too. And that's the mantra of this show. I thought well, it was you, just such a shame that they cut out the ending. Like, it ended it with them with Chihiro and her parents going back in the tunnel, they didn't show the conclusion with them getting in the car and leaving and her turning around and, I don't know, just the moment where she looks back and then yeah, goes and that's on with an her art, life. That's an artistic thing, right? Well, it's like the conclusion to the story. Mm-hmm. It, it was just cut. Just cut and that was it. Yeah, CBC, I was kind of shocked. There was that this week and then CBC... But they, I, think, they I got- think it's also, like, like, the other thought is, I think it ultimately comes down to general consumption. Like, mm-hmm. the real version, mm-hmm. if you want the real version, it's there. And it's, for the most DVD. part, available, i.e. Yeah. DVD. Yeah. And I think that's what blunts a little bit. That's what, to me, blunts any anger mm-hmm. over that. But And the thing is, and maybe the edit for time and stuff, and edit for time, that happens all the time. That's run-of-the-mill. Yeah, okay, I'll concede only the fact that maybe the choices in edits were still pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it, though. Yeah, it's yeah, no, quite I a was, common thing. No, because I was thinking of that because CBC edited another show this week. It was the Tudors, and they were hyping it all up, and with the violence, the sex, and all that, with the Tudors and all that stuff. And then they were editing all the stuff out. It's like what? How did you find it's out like, that? Supposedly, I just found it out on the internet, and I watched a bit of it, and I'm like, what? Because it's in the U.S., but it's on Showtime. It's one of those pay networks, oh, so they showed okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. That makes. But sense. since it's a public 
uh, network. They were marketing the sex in the tutors as being like well, one they, of the main attractions, like sex edgy. and violence. They were marketing as edgy and stuff like that, and so they took the edge off it by That's editing hilarious. it anyway. It's like, <laughs> Damn. So what did they okay. expect from Henry the okay. Eighth? like all his yeah. Jeez, that's Jesus. another story. I'll t- okay, quickly, uh, since we have to, since uh, we have to break in uh, two minutes, Death Note murder in, in Belgium. Of all any, places, Belgium. Of all places <laughs> in the world, Belgium. Belgium. Okay, okay. So, any reactions aside from misspellings? <laughs> he spelled "I am Kira" wrong. I was. I Maybe don't know. he was drunk. Do he you? might have been drunk. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if you're if you're gonna do that, it's a horrible thing to do. But if you're gonna try to impersonate Kira, at least don't. Don't make a misspelling. Yeah, well, maybe it's. It, 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 I guess it's. I hate to put in light of murder, but this mm-hmm. kind of adds a humor, a sort of humorous <laughs> twist to it. It's a sad fact. Um, I just hope it doesn't. Like, I guess we just have to hope it doesn't reflect badly in the whole uh, in the whole anime thing as a whole. Mm-hmm. Mm, but well, it's know. an isolated incident, so we can just hope that it'll slip under the radar. It sounds yeah. like hopefully yeah. it's isolated. Yeah. I mean, unlike other thing, other murders I've well, been. Well, they're not sure happened. if the body parts all belong to the same person yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that's, <sighs> that's a little disturbing. Yeah, that's a, that's the problem. Anyway, so you know, if you guys know something, give the Belgian police a call. <laughs> Okay. Don't any of our listeners would, unless you know about any <laughs> yeah. European listeners we've managed to pick up or steal or yeah, something find. Like How many did we do there? How many bullets? I, guess I think a, we did a we good did five or six. Yeah, see, yeah, I told you we were going to do five. Look at that. I told five you we were going to whip through that, and, and you, you didn't and believe me. And you how much? And, and, and what did you win? Much like the what? Much like the license pool, a whole heap and steamy load of nothing. Uh-huh. I, I figured it would be kind of you got me like a beer or a coffee, but I'm getting. Cheaped <laughs> or rooked or gonna, crooked. You should buy him a bubble we're gonna, tea. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, we're gonna give a, yeah, we'll, we'll give a, we'll give a, we'll give James his reward during the break. It's called a pat <laughs> on the back. <laughs> reward during the break. Uh, back with final insults. It's the anime roundtable on the comicden.com. So James got his just reward. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> After I beat Mike and he went crying into the corner when he tried to beat me. Here we've recovered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, if you have any comments about this show or would like to suggest something to talk about in the future, roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. Write us because we usually do write back, especially since we don't get any, any many emails at all. Anybody who's written us knows that I will respond. So there you go. So give us a right. Come in, even if it's just to say hi. Mm-hmm. We, we we like to know that pe- that there are listeners out there, and we know you're there because we know because um, eighty some odd hits today on the website, um, hundred fifty downloads per ep- of every ep- of all the recent episodes. We know you're there. So how do we know it's just not random friends? Yeah, it could be. But come or in, maybe you know, just you. All our parents. Our parents, you know. <laughs> uh, you know. It's, this is, to make us after all, up. this is only the uh, this is the type of show only a mom would like. Um, <laughs> also, www.animeroundtable.com is our website. The blog and show archive can be seen through there. Also, don't forget our group on Facebook, and we're always looking for reviews on iTunes and Podcast Pickle, where we're once again number eighty three and dropping. We're still eighty three. No, we were up in the seventies, and now we're back at eighty three. Wow. Okay, time now for final insults. Um. You have trouble. You still I have thought trouble? of something. Okay, go ahead, Angel. Right. Ladies <clears throat> first. My final insult is shameless self-promotion for the anime club. So, if you'd like to join a really fun anime club, we meet on Thursday nights in at York University in Bethune College. Where just come on down to the basement. You'll find us. Our, we're pretty loud on Thursday nights, uh, five thirty to ten thirty, and you can go to www.yorku.ca/anime. To learn more. Also, the uh, and the location as well, which is yeah. Steels and Jane, I believe, correct? Steels and Keel as a general rule. Which, which I, basically, it's in so between it's like there, the North side. York. Uh, yeah, just I'll, map quest. And also, also, um, we take and as I said, we tape the show in the shadow of this club. Yeah, so, so um, come on out, catch some really good anime, and or you watch can even watch, or you can even see a live taping of the Anime Roundtable Canada. There see what we all look like. Yeah, since um, <laughs> none of us are willing to put up a photo of ourselves at this point. We should do the Simpsonized photos. We should. We should. Ugh. 
Good grief. Yes. I don't yes. I don't have, I have one photos. I, have I don't one. have many photos Just, in front. No, then then I'll bring my camera next week and we'll oh. figure it out. I have one of uh, Courtney and um, Angela already and of course one of myself mm. which I've pa- plastered already a few times uh, throughout. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, it, next time buy some time. <laughs> <laughs> James, actually it's funny. I found out there was a half truth to a rumor that was out during the early summer, late spring. That there was a me. rumor going around that Ocean was going to redub, um, replace the dub cast for um, Ghost in the Shell, uh, State and Society, the movie. And then Bandai denied it and all that stuff. And the original cast came back for the dub, which was done by enemies. Very uh, high-paying dub because, of course, it was all union actors, really skilled and did an amazing job. And then this week came out the Laughing Man compilation movie. And they were releasing it. And then in December, they're going to release the second season compilation movie. But the half-truth to the rumor came to light. Ocean is dubbing both of those compilation movies. And Hmm. it just came to light someone bought and watched it and they were expecting of course the original dub cast that had been doing both the series oh, so and the movie kind of slipped in. and so it was so rim so it's like wait a sec so they said they weren't lying the original cast was in the movie they just forgot to say well there actually is some truth to the fact ocean was working on ghost in the shell it just happened to be the compilation movies and they're like how hard was it to just get the lines from the series and just input it into the compilation movie? Because that's all it really was with a few extra scenes here and there. Mm. Not much, really. The but it looks like they were just saving money or doing something well, that's really part, That's a big part of it nowadays. And mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of hard to believe considering a dollar is uh, at, par at par now, now right? Yeah, Yeah. so they, got to found, they have to have found some efficiency there, but who knows? Who knows? But it probably would be good for... It'll make people maybe want to buy it because now they're like, hmm, what's the dub going to look like now? But it was maybe, already maybe set not. a big... I don't know. The bar was already set pretty darn high for the English language version, so they may be going against uh, some tough odds. I'd agree. Hmm. Food for thought, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's it? Well, actually, no. I suppose I became a godfather over the weekend. Congratulations. Uh, right. Which one, brother or sister? Uh, niece. Niece. Oh, I know that part, but I mean... Oh, yeah, oh. my sister. It's my sister's second child. And uh, you, they, they were uh, christened or baptized this weekend? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was christened, baptized, yeah. basically on the uh, Sunday. They're like oh, congratula- two months. Well, congratulations. Two months. How many yeah, two months. Is that, is that your first uh, godchild? Um, yeah, my first godchild, but my second, like, I have a nephew, and this is my niece. Yeah, I have, first like, niece. I have, like, three. All cute kids, too. <laughs> yeah. Just a thought, though. <laughs> Even until you get your own, but, you know, at a point, get your it's own c- kids. Well, actually, it's kind of good, because you can, it's nice to play with them, but then you can just give them back, so you don't have to deal with all <laughs> the extra stuff. Yeah, like, or become a grandparent. Okay. <laughs> all right, I guess it's my turn now. Uh, thanks. So I need some suggestions. Um, here's my question: What would be what would be a good show to watch after school days? Anything. Yes, folks. I thought you were going to watch like bunnies stabbing each other. Um, so what would be a good show to watch after school days? Yes, folks. Since we forgot to bring it up last week, you knew sooner or later we would have to regard it, or at least I would. Uh, first of all, a few. Uh, first of all, a few confessions, which is turning to out to be something the main character in School Days had little grasp of. I've only seen up to episode 7 of it, but I also know how it'll ultimately end. And from what I understand, fans will not be disappointed with the ending. I joked, around, I joked about hoping to see a saw to the jugular. Well, we got that. And more! I figured watch. Uh, I figured that watching something more fluffy like Oh My Goddess or Tokimeki Memorial or Decapo or even Eyes may cure what I know will be a school day's hangover. Now I know what you're thinking. How do I? How do I know I'll be getting a hangover even though I haven't watched the whole thing yet, buddy? Let me tell you, I've only finished episode seven, where it's still rather tame, and I'm so buzzed right now. And to think, think the version that most people, uh, the the version of the final episode that most people have actually seen is actually edited. I wonder how it would look otherwise. <laughs> oh wait, and spoiler alert, retroactively. 
Basically, it was uh, black blood instead yeah, of something. red blood. Yeah, something blood. like that. Like, that's going to make a difference. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> whatever. Well, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Oh, and, and since uh, School Days is now done, I'll be looking for a new whipping boy as well. Uh, suggestions for that are appreciated, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I, you know, what else can we really say without blowing any more of the story than we already have? Or I have to say, school, school, boys, I, uh, sorry, school Days, it's kind of funny because... It, at first, it's like, oh, it's any other Harlem show and stuff like Harlem that. Show, but unfortunately, after uh, Makoto went down the road of banging anything that moved or went in yeah, his it, direction, it, it, he kind of lost yeah. all the credibility and the ending became very clear in some respects. And wanted. <laughs> anyway, we'll be off. Um, we got some more. Uh, we still want to do some more reading here. Thumb through the books. Uh, so we're going to take some time to do that. Um, whatever, uh, we'll enjoy what you're doing. Hope you're enjoying whatever you, you guys are doing over the weekend. So have a good one, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs>